Welcome back, fanboys and fangirls, to another glorious podcast of justice. I'm Ryan. I'm Delgado. And uh, today, as agreed upon, we're going to talk about a little bit of sci-fi and a little bit of uh, fun stuff, as always. Because that's what we do. And that's why you're listening to us. Because, I mean, it's fun to listen to two really fucking nerdy dudes just ramble on about cool shit, right? I mean, like... Right. So, I mean... As far as, like, the whole sci-fi thing goes, um, I think we're going to try to hit as many walls as possible of our know-how. Because I'm not I'm not entirely super duper into sci-fi, but I am, if that makes sense. He He's more into the, the, the high fantasy sci-fi type of stuff, Star Wars, stuff like that. Where it's it's mostly the hero's journey meets cool sciencey shit, um, whereas I'm I'm the hard science fiction kind of guy where I enjoy um, spaceships and laser fights uh, and and stuff like that. Less hero's journey, more uh, on the road to discovery type of stuff. Um, uh, as you guys. Uh, probably are actually not aware of because I never talked about it during the guild. Um, I'm actually a pretty big Trekkie. Uh, yes, let's go ahead and get that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> that bus came quick. Um, so I am I'm the kind of Trekkie that Trekkies hate uh, in the regard that I love I love Discovery. I love Picard. I love Lower Decks. Um, Delgado is just looking at me like I don't know what the fuck this dude is saying right now. But uh, I'm I'm here for it. Uh, so we um, Trekkies Trekkies far and wide uh, abhor those shows, and uh, uh, to those guys, I uh, I can only say uh, fuck you <laughs> and uh, shut the fuck up. We, we don't need your negativity in our lives. Have they ever gone to like a convention or anything like that? Not not yet. Not as a Trekkie. Who would you go as? Dude, okay, look. <laughs> Say Picard. I fucking no. Care. Okay, look. I can't. I, I can. I can pull off the Picard in terms of my hair. Right. But honestly, dude, I think I'd probably go as Riker. I have no idea that. That's is. okay. He's the first officer under Picard. Oh, is that who Carl Urban played in the movie? No, that's Bones. That's from the original series. He's the uh, doctor on the original Enterprise. That's also, the only like thing that I know about Star Trek is watching the re- the the movies that just kind of you, came out like within the past 10 years. You only watched the the first one, didn't you? Or did you watch Beyond and Into Darkness? Okay, I watched Beyond. I didn't watch Into Darkness. Into Darkness is the one I think you'd like the most actually. So I think um, we're gonna have to get. Wasn't you. Benedict Cumberbatch in that? Uh, in the darkness, yes. He played Khan. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like outside, outside of like watching like Sherlock Holmes and uh, Doctor Strange or any other Marvel movies, like I, I don't know if I can really just stand watching something with he's, Benedict Cumberbatch. He's in, in it. it a minimal amount. He's in it uh, insofar as uh, the story dictates. Really, you know. Um, He's he's in it when the story calls for it, and I think that that's that's the best use of the con character that we could have gotten uh, post Ricardo Montalban. So, uh, but as as Delgado said, we need to get this out of the way because I could go on an hour long tangent just about Star Trek myself. Um, yes, but I'm also not the the 
the fat guy in a too small shirt who sits at a comic book store all day bitches about things. <laughs> um, I'm the. That's the dream. I mean, that that's the dream. You're not wrong, but also like I don't know, man. I I find the negativity in a lot of these fandoms to be disappointing. Um, but I'm also the guy who who enjoyed the Last Jedi. Uh, so what? Yeah, you man. fucking what? Yeah, I enjoyed the Last Jedi. No way, dude. Yeah, man, that's blasphemy. It's it's okay. Look, that's blasphemy. I think that if we went back and we recut the the prequel trilogy, it would actually be a good series. If we cut all of the political like what the you talking about, Willis? I what you talking about? This is this is why we get along. This is why Delgado and our friends. The differing opinions here, um, we always kind of talk shit out, and he hears me out, and I hear him out. But no, I the trade route discussions and stuff like that slowed the pacing for the prequel trilogy. I think that if we went back through, cut them down into one movie, where we cut out also Anakin being a whiny bitch, um, I think that it would be one really solid Star Wars movie. Okay, so what's your favorite movie out of the original trilogy? Out of the original trilogy? Oof. I don't know, man. Um, I think episode six, maybe? I mean, Return of the Jedi was pretty cool. I, but, okay, look, and I'm going to preface this by saying I'm sorry to everybody that's going to take a huge amount of offense to this. I love the Star Wars movies. But I, <laughs> I think everybody, it's like a universal thing, except for the Star Trek diehards. Well, and there, there's another uh, difference between myself and Trekkies. I call myself a Trekkie just because it's shorthand for what there's I There's a Trekker. Trekkie. Uh, <laughs> Have you ever watched that movie, Fanboys? Yes. We've watched <laughs> like, it We go together. by Trekker now. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that fucking movie. Anyway, um, I'm... I'm a fan of the Star Wars series of movies. The whole saga, I like all of them. I enjoyed Solo. I enjoyed um, I, I enjoyed Rogue One. I enjoyed Rogue One a lot. Um, but if you if you ask me to name the actual names of the original trilogy, I couldn't do it. I really, I, yeah, dude. Uh, I know the first one's a New Hope. I will, I never remember what uh, Episode Five is though. See, that's the best ending one. Uh, that is, five? Yes, that is the best ending, like, next to, I think, Revenge of the Sith. It had such a fucking dismal end. They all kind of run together to me, though. Oh, and, and no, I mean, I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I don't mean that in the, they're all so dull, they run together kind of way. They're all very entertaining movies. But every time I've ever watched them, it's been sequential. It's been one right after the other. So to me, all three of those movies are one long-ass fucking movie. Hmm. So, because I didn't watch them as a kid. I watched the prequel trilogy with my dad as a kid, but it wasn't until later on in life that I actually sat down and watched the original trilogy. Huh. Yeah, man. I mean, it's just, it's, it was a thing. My dad was too busy raising me on, like, Mystery Science Theater 3000 and the Batman animated series and stuff like that. So it was never really about Star Wars or Star Trek for that matter. I actually didn't discover Star Trek until far later on in life. Um, uh, pretty close to the end of the guild, actually. I, really? I, yeah, I found myself up really late one night and uh, BBC was showing a marathon of uh, Next Generation and nothing else was on. 
So I sat down and I, next thing I know, it was probably two o'clock in the morning when I started. It was about seven or eight o'clock in the morning by the time it was over. Um, and at that point I was like, this is, this is actually pretty brilliant television. I might go ahead. It's the same way I discovered, not, not discovered Doctor Who, but the way I started watching it in the first place was, um, a, just a marathon binging session by complete accident. That's how I discover a lot of the things that I'm, uh, enamored with now. See, like, I mean, I was all down for like Star Wars. I'm actually a big fan, um, cause I have Disney plus. And, uh, you know, the Mandalorian. We gotta talk about the Mandalorian. <laughs> we gotta talk about Mando. Um, so, my my introduction to the Mandalorian happened, um, a, not by accident, because I actually wanted to watch it, but uh, uh, because it looked like fun, and because Pedro Pascal uh, is actually a brilliant actor. And, um, by the way, uh, quick side note, uh, is, this is a whole other thing. This actually is a I just remembered this. Pedro Pascal is going to continue playing the Mando. Good. Um, As he should. That was just some wild rumor that was getting passed around. He's just not going to be in the suit as much because I guess he's shooting something else. I mean, it would be easy to do that. All he's really got to do is call in and do his voice. But he's wearing the mask the whole time anyway because he's a a great actor. Um, But Pedro Pascal, to me, will always be Whiskey from uh, The Kingsman 2. See, I didn't even watch that. Like, I watched the first one, and I was like, what the fuck am I watching? You should. It's a brilliant fucking movie. And the first <laughs> one is even better. Um, But we're on a sci-fi tangent now, and Kingsman is not sci-fi. It is not. Um, So, but uh, let's hear the story about your first uh, experience with Star Wars. Honestly, I just remember being a kid and renting the tapes. Like... <laughs> and then when I was old enough to actually like go out and watch the um, one through three when they first started coming out, because that was my era of uh, being a Star Wars fan is like, you know, going out to the movies and you get to see everybody wearing the costumes and everybody camping and ready for the damn movie to, you know, release. And uh, yeah, I was actually kind of, I'm not a fan of the first one. I don't like Phantom Menace uh, at all. I, I I feel like Qui-Gon Jinn was totally underused. Uh, oh, totally underused. underutilized. I did not fucking like Obi-Wan <laughs> as a fucking, um, what are they, oh hell, what's the, the word they are, the... Um, Council? No, the one underneath, the trainee. The knight? No. Padawan. The Padawan. Yes, sorry about that. I guess the word fucking escaped me. I was like, the trainee. <laughs> um, no, I just didn't like him. Like, and, and it sucked because, like, he was the one that fucking defeated fucking Darth Maul and Qui-Gon Jinn couldn't. Like, you know, that was kind of weird. Oh, so, okay, because you didn't, you didn't preface it by saying Obi-Wan. You you were on a tangent about Qui Gon, so I got a little confused. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. okay, and and here's where my extended universe bullshit and my my obsession with the things that aren't the movies comes into play. Um, so Obi Wan actually didn't kill Darth Maul in the movie. He comes back in the Clone Wars. <sighs> But yeah, I remember that now. I remember that, that. Is that canon? It's or not, is it not canon? It's not canon because well, we don't have Ahsoka. Uh, Ahsoka and I thought she movies. was going to be in 
a future movie. I, I heard, heard that it. she was going to be in The Mandalorian. And I was like, how does that make sense? Season two? And, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know how old she is. So I, I don't even know where that even makes sense. I don't even... Do you know? I'm shrugging. I don't know. This there's, is not a visual so format. It's I so fucking convoluted. That. It's so fucking convoluted. <laughs> no, but yes, no. Are... The biggest takeaway from fucking Mandalorian is Baby Yoda. Everybody knows it. <laughs> the child. Um, no, I, I read the, I read the novels and stuff like that, and I'm a big, um, big Sith fan, I, I guess. A big um, Sith fan? Yeah, I, I think that the Sith are the, uh, the side of the Force that I, I respect the most. Because, uh, Darth Bane... I thought, I thought the Grey Jedis... They used were, to like, be. you know, the Nomads were, like, your favorite. <laughs> they used to be. Um, and then I started kind of... Because the Grey Jedi are no longer uh, canon. But, also, really? yeah. Um, so, recently... Uh, didn't they explain that with fucking uh, Mace Windu? So, Mace Windu, the idea behind it was he was a Grey Jedi who joined the Council later on. Um, I would I like never... to really see that more incorporated into... Uh, the Mace Windu Marvel comic book series, actually. Damn, I'm gonna have to get a hold of that shit. Uh, I'll bring the trade over for you. Sometime. Oh, you got the trade paperback? Yeah, dude. It was, yeah. It was on sale at Books A Million. Like, not gonna lie, I coughed that shit so quick. Um, but, no, I, 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 I like, I like the Sith because they're very forward. They're very obvious with their emotions. They're very obvious with their line of thinking. Uh, they just kind of go about the thing. Uh, so Darth Bane being my favorite, and then uh, Darth uh, Plagueis being my second, because Plagueis is the entire reason that Anakin actually even exists in the first place. But again, extended extended universe, uh, yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I mean, uh, and I never really got big into the Star Wars comic books. So the com the old comic books weren't anything to really be celebrated they were written as the movies were coming out so a lot of the time they kind of just fell flat um but the newer ones the ones being done by marvel which is owned by disney they're all canon they're all they all exist in the timeline um uh, i think that you definitely would get a kick out of a lot of them there's actually a panel um in one of the it's invader down number one Hmm. I think where he's uh, where everybody's like where he's where Vader is surrounded by rebel forces and they're like uh, stand down we have you surrounded he said all I'm surrounded by is fear and dead men and, Damn. and then in the next panel every rebel soldier that had him surrounded is dead it's brutal man and it's it's visceral and it's just there and it's dark and I fucking loved it <laughs> uh, it's probably one of my favorite panels in actual, not just Star Wars history, but in all comic book history, because just the way it's 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 focused so hard on his face, yeah, um, and it's it's just him saying this, and like, uh, no, it wasn't the next panel where they're all dead. It, the next panel focuses on that rebel soldier's face while he just looks in just complete terror. What the fuck? And then the next one, they're just all dead. And it's just Vader just standing on this fucking dune, just saying that sentence, and then just next thing you know, they're all fucking dead. And see, I would love to see more Darth Vader in the movies, or like a backstory show or some shit like that. I, I think that that would be entertaining, but I think a lot of it got explained in the comic books, so I don't know if they're going to do that. Right. What I want, more than anything, is to find out where the fuck Obi-Wan went. 
What do you mean? Okay, so he he just travels to Tatooine and just kind of chills there. Yeah, he watches after Luke. But he like Luke's like that's what he told Padme he was gonna do. I know, but like he just he kind of just hangs out in this hut in the middle of the desert, like while while Luke's just kind of sitting there being like fucking awful at everything. Well, when he was in exa- when he was in exile. Yeah, dude. Like, I want to know. I don't know. Did he go travel? Did he do Jedi shit? Like, did he just like what did he do in his spare time? Exactly. Like, yeah. did homie just sit in his fucking hut and beat off all day? Like, like what the he fuck, just man? like looked through the window with some binoculars, like watching Luke's house. Like, God, I or, well, not Luke's house, but it was his uncle and his aunt. Yeah, a Baru and Owen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did he? Do you think he just like sat there and cried about Padme and Anakin? Like, I mean, like. Homie had to be doing something to just kill time. I mean, well, I like, know that like fucking a lot of people are speculating that that Ray's uh, lineage was actually a, she, that she was an Obi Wan. That was she actually was a, a yeah. Kenobi. A and Kenobi. What, yeah, yeah, I said an Obi Wan. That was what my theory was, and then fucking uh, the the last or what was the last one called? Uh, the last Skywalker. Skywalker. I don't fucking know. Like it, I, and then it's it's revealed where she's uh. A Palpatine, yeah. and it's just kind of like, yeah, I think it is the last Skywalker. Like, I'm not entirely sure. No, homie, this isn't this isn't it. But I guess like there's no, we didn't even get like a Hayden Christensen like fucking cameo. Like everybody said that we were going. Well, to get. there is a theory going around um, and a rumor um, from a very reputable source where they're going to actually reshoot that trilogy and do it again. Oh God, just stop. So they're make, re- make more Mandalorian and just leave everything else. In well, there. okay, but and here's the thing I am most excited about: um, the guys who wrote the early seasons of Game of Thrones are actually coming back to do an Old Republic uh, movie series. So, what's the time the time frame where the Mandalorian takes place? Um, so it's between three. No, it's right after the fall of the Empire. So between six and seven. It's like right after six. Um, is it like okay? So this baby Yoda is not actually Yoda. It no. is like a, like the same. It's, it's a child of his race, but there's a rumor or theory going around that he's a clone of Yoda because Yoda dead. Yeah, that's why I was going to say. I was like, <laughs> this is interesting though because everybody refers to him as Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's why you see the stormtroopers like kind of like with beat up armor. Like they're all lost. They don't know what to do. The Empire's fallen. They can't... They, if they take off the armor, what are they going to do? You know... Go get regular jobs. <laughs> see, that's the thing. I mean, like, they're all they're all Empire citizens. All the currency that they have in the world is Empire currency. But, um... So, they're just trying to bring the Empire back. They think that there's a way to do it. And obviously, it never happens. But, yeah. So, Mando takes place, I think, like, 11... 11 years after six or no it can't be that long i don't fucking remember dude yeah but all i know is it's a quality fucking tv show it's got a lot of shit going for it that i respect and i'm just really excited to see what they do with it for season two you know so so we kind of skipped over this which we should have segued into after star trek because i feel that the the orville it's like a ripoff of Star Trek. Okay. And, and I know that you were big into the Orville. I'm huge into the Orville. I think that it is a brilliant um, spin on Star Trek. Delgado thinks it's a ripoff because it 
it, it has a lot of similarities and everything like that. But to me, it's it's Seth MacFarlane's way of paying tribute and homage to a series that he grew to love and loved to this day. Because um, he was actually in an episode of Enterprise uh, as an engineer. It was pretty dope seeing him in that show. Uh, he has one line, uh, and it's literally a walk-on, walk-off role he's never seen or heard from again. Uh, and he doesn't even interact with Archer. He just interacts with Trip, and Trip's like just telling him to go do something else, like basically to fuck off. And his character is like, yes, sir. And then goes and fucking does the thing. But Seth MacFarlane's a huge Star Trek fan. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. Like, he loves it. I mean, um, I guess that would make sense because he made that like that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't do the Orville as kind of like... A blatant a, ripoff. <laughs> a blatant ripoff or like a knock on Star Trek. He did it as his own kind of take on the idea. Really? Uh, that's why his his trademark humor is in it. That's why he he himself um, like he pays a lot more attention to the writing on the Orville than he ever did on Family Guy or American Dad or the Cleveland Show. Huh? Yeah, he's heavily involved in in everything to do with that show on a daily basis. And honestly, I'm really excited to see what they do with season three. <laughs> so have you? Have you ever watched Stranger Things? Have you like seen just one episode? I knew one episode. I knew you'd come at me sideways with this. I watched the first season, um, and I watched part of the second season, but I lost track of where I was. Uh, <laughs> you lost track. Look, dude, that was during a whole tumultuous period in my life. I don't want to talk about it. Um, I lost track of where I was, and upon restarting season two, I. I lost, I lost interest, but I didn't lose interest in the show. I just lost interest in rewatching the the same shit. Because uh, I think we're on. They're going to be releasing season four. God knows when. I don't even know if they've like you know established like a fucking release date. Damn you, Rona. Damn um, you. No. Uh, so I'm I am interested in going back through and, and watching it again. I just need to find the mental capacity to rewatch. <laughs> Several episodes that I've watched before, but don't recall. Well, it's like as soon as I start watching an episode and shit, happens, it's just so right? fucking good, though. Like, I mean, because like once, like I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I started watching like the first episode, and like immediately, immediately, I was fucking just sucked in. Like, it was a gold mine, dude. Brilliant show. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I love the way that it's scripted, the way that it's paced. I love everything about the show. Season two is brilliant. Um, and I do want to go back through and rewatch it. It's just, you know how when you have something that you associate with a person you no longer associate yourself with and you just don't want to deal with being reminded of that person. That's kind of what Stranger Things is to me. Um, so that was just a whole mess that I went through and, and not going to go into too much detail because that's a that's <laughs> way too personal and nobody that listens to this podcast will give a flying fuck about it. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, yeah, we're de- I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing season four and seeing what the fuck's going on. Isn't isn't four or five that's going to be the last one? Five, I think. Oh, okay. I think. But I just, I don't know where they're even really going to go. Honestly, I might just wait until after five premieres and I can just binge watch the rest of the series all at once. 
I should, that's how I do things, man. You know, I can't. This. I can't. Like I've just like I mean, just like Endgame. Like when Endgame came out, like I fucking the, like the night. I think it was probably like a Tuesday night, and I already had tickets to go like to go watch Endgame, um, the Avengers Endgame, and uh, there was a copy online. Massive leak. A massive leak. And I was like, and Delgado fuck. fucking caved. I caved and watched. I did the same thing with. Uh, you did the same thing with Infinity War too. Infinity War too. Yeah, I did. I did. I was like, oh, fuck. Because I remember getting the text from you, dude. There's a copy up online. I was like, bro, you already bought tickets, bitch. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and ruining, you were like, ruining the experience you're again. You're like, I'm not going to watch it until after I get back from the theaters. Next thing I know, I watched it. I get that text like not even two hours later. I'm like, I fucking, I fucking knew you would, but at the <laughs> See, same time, I'm still disappointed. <laughs> I'm kind of proud because, like, a lot of the, like the the sites that you know produce all of these copies, these illegal copies of fucking movies, uh, they usually they're pretty good. Usually, you know, you got all your like foreign languages that are you know subtitled on the screen, so that's always fun to watch. But I'll tell you one movie that is actually unwatchable as a fucking bootleg is Black Panther because a lot of the movie is shot at night. Like, there's a lot of night scenes. <laughs> so, you can't see shit at all. You're no. like, fuck, man. You're hearing all this action going on, but you can't see shit. It's like, oh my god. That's why I was so glad I went and saw that movie in theaters. And it I was so it. good. Like, so good. Um, Doctor Who. Why don't you get? Why don't you go off on that? Oh, go god. off on some Doctor Who right now, because I would love to hear you talk about it. I'm sure the viewers or listeners... Listeners would like to hear you talk about I Doctor think, Who because I, I mean you got me into Doctor Who yeah, and I don't I didn't even like Doctor Who. I made fun of you for watching Doctor mm-hmm. Who and I had I already had the first season I yeah, bought it you bought it on Walmart because it was on it was on sale for Black Friday I think mm-hmm. it was like I bought it five dollars and you bought like a thirty dollar box set mm-hmm. um okay so my introduction to Doctor Who happened because my sister told me to watch an episode and my dad and I watched an episode and we were like this is this is dumb. Uh, <laughs> and then we, ba- I went back through when I got home and I had some alone time in my apartment. Um, and same stories with uh, Star Trek. Uh, saw a marathon happening and I was like, all right, dude, you know, I'll just, I'll go ahead and I'll watch some episodes and see what the hype's all about. And next thing I know, I'm hooked and going to conventions and finding the Who North America booth and spending ungodly amounts of money at that booth to buy memorabilia and all that other stupid shit and planning out trips to Noblesville to go to the brick and mortar Doctor Who store that's down there. See, like, I liked, and I didn't watch the the previous precursors to the first season. You never watched Classic Who. Which I guess it's not even really the first season if you think about it because you have all this other Doctor Who shit going on I, was the, were they shows or movies so they were all shows so so yeah so technically this wouldn't be the first season it's, it's like Star Trek man there's a point between like or was seven. it like a reboot so technically speaking it's not a reboot it's not a remake it's not a reimagining it's the the eighth Doctor dies in a movie that was made for American television um <clears throat> And you never see him regenerate. You never see any of that. Um, and then at one point, the BBC is like, hey, let's go ahead and revive Doctor Who. And then you get the ninth Doctor, uh, Eccleston, who still far and away my favorite Doctor, even though he sadly only had one season. 
I just think he's brilliant. But everybody, everybody loves Tenet though. I know everybody dude. loves Tenet. Like Look, that shit exploded. Like it, just the way he acted. Yeah, was fucking great. He was wildly eccentric. I'm a big fan of canon. I follow canon to a letter. Delgado knows this. He knows this about me all too well. That when I don't like a character for doing something in canon, I don't like that character. To me, Tenet is the doctor that that avoids discussing the time war. He's the doctor who ignores it. And, and that Smith was, is the doctor who forgot. Was that like a side movie? The yes. the, the war? Yeah, it's I the can't remember. The I think I borrowed that from you, but I can't remember watching it now. I don't like, think they, you I don't think you ever actually did watch it. I think that you Like I remember binging like the two through four, I believe, mm-hmm. but I don't remember Because I remember you texting me and saying, wars. like, yeah, dude, Tennant is such a good doctor. No, because it had something to do with Matt Smith, didn't it? He was the doctor when that was going on, wasn't it? When the the day of the doctor came out, yeah, he was the doctor. So yeah. I don't I think yeah, I think you went to go start it because yeah, because you didn't want anything to do with Matt Smith because you are you are your classic fan. You you enjoy the classics of everything, whereas I'm the guy who appreciates the canon going forward. Um, dude, that is, I think I've discovered the difference between you and I. Yeah, my music, my music. <laughs> Bring us the music back. There we go. Anyways, so, but I think that's the big. I think that is where that is our biggest difference, and I think that actually explains the yeah. differences between us. I mean, we have a lot of differences, but we do have a lot of agreements too. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but no, I I think that the biggest and most known uh, difference is that you are you're more appreciative more appreciative of past uh, past episodes and past experiences with uh, a thing. Well. And... <laughs> There we go. Technical support. Geek squad. <laughs> Geek squad. And you oh didn't think I was smart. <laughs> <laughs> so, but... See, it's cool to actually, like, do that and, like, have a podcast where, like, you can be open, like, you know, like... Because when we did the episodes, like, we weren't smoking, we weren't vaping, we couldn't do none of that shit. And, like, now it's just, like, we have the freedom to just, like... Oh yeah, we can make accidents and I, I, it works. Like it's like we don't have to give a fuck. <laughs> like I think that that was like the biggest wedge that got driven between everybody was that we wanted everything to be so perfect. So we were sitting there in front of that camera for hours trying to get perfect shit and none of us could go get fucking nicotine. No. Dude, that was no, no. that was I a know. fucking killer, dude. I know. But that was on me. Nah, I mean, I think it was on all of us, really. So, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so okay. What is your latest buy? Was it was it the the whole first appearance of Sabretooth, or have you bought anything else recently? I More recently than that, I did buy some minor, like small issues. Nothing key. Nothing like oh man, nothing to really get amped up about. But that the last big purchase that I made. Was was definitely my first appearance of Sabretooth because it was literally three hours after I bought my uh, signed New Mutants number 87. I sealed the deal. I sent the money to that guy. $300 later, 
I get a message from another guy, hey, I, I see that you're interested in buying a first appearance of Sabretooth. Uh, I'm selling mine for, for 120. I'm like, oh, you've got to be <laughs> fucking kidding me. <laughs> well, it looks like we're not eating this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, this is during the pandemic, so I had a lot of government money to spend. Okay, uh, okay. No, that was that's not which true. yes, which was funny because during the whole COVID crisis, I don't know if anybody knew this, but the comic book uh, market crashed. Like, I mean, it wasn't like crash crash, but I mean, I saw a fucking giant size X Men number one going for under a fucking thousand dollars. Yeah, it was, it's still nuts. Too. That is fucking crazy, well, and, and like, still, I mean, books are still kind of like below medium because. We're, we're not getting any new movies. You know what I mean? Like, we are, but we're not getting any big superhero there's movies. No, there's no hype to drive the market. So I wouldn't call it necessarily a crash, but I think it's more or less... Um, people didn't really have the money to spend. You know, people were too busy paying their bills, pay, trying to catch up on shit. Uh, while my bills were paid, everything was kosher. You know, I, I could pay my bills and do more with the money that I got, so I did. Um... I think the biggest boom to any collection that I had, though, was my uh, my record collection. So, but yeah, dude, I think... See, so, yeah, because we're big on collecting on fucking albums and shit. I mean, you have, like, an extensive fucking vinyl collection, though. Uh, okay, dude, so... Um, <laughs> That's kind of nerdy, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But let me preface this by saying I have 72 vinyl records. I, I recently went to uh, Chicago to go see a friend who owns a, a MySpace Revival record label, and I got a chance to look at a real vinyl collection. Uh, it put yours to shame. You're like, oh, dude, I, I'm I walked, not worthy. I I'm not a, worthy. <laughs> I walked into Nick's house, and next thing I know, I'm like, man, I, I, I am fucking ashamed of myself. Like, homie had records that I could only dream of owning on, on vinyl. Um, and good God, just great fucking person. Um, so I'm going to plug Wax Vessel again because... Uh, do it. Do Nick, it. Nick is the homie. Um, I don't know him, but he is the homie. He is the homie of my homie. So we are now <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Homie. <laughs> <laughs> um, while I'm plugging record labels that I'm, I'm close with, uh, Don't Stress Flower Press. Hi, Matt. And uh, Here Goes Nothing Records. Hi, Devin. Hi, Hector. I miss you guys. Well, I mean, let me rewind that. And I don't mean this to be mean. But I can, it could be Mr. and Mrs. Homie, or Mr. and Mr. Homie, or Mrs. and Mrs. Homie. <laughs> See, well, I'm not that type of guy. I know that we kind of rewound and kind of went back on the whole Wachowski uh, situation, the debacle, the whole Wachowski debacle. The the three-second accident because the, of a the lack fucking of... fucking Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> <laughs> a lack of, a lack of um, I wouldn't say research, but a lack of knowledge on our parts about... Um, the existing status of, of the two women, um, which we don't want to, we don't want to offend anybody. We don't want to get canceled, nor do I think that we will. I mean, our account can get deleted, but we'll just make another one. Um, <laughs> cause we can do that. We're not anybody, uh, special. So, I mean, we're, we're going to still be assholes about shit, but we don't want to, we don't want to tread on people's, you know, suffrage. There's a difference between being assholes to shit tier directors and being assholes to people who have done nothing wrong. So, Henceforth, right. therefore, I, I think that we, while we did make that mistake, I think that we, we did our best to remedy it, but also, uh, who's the most recent director that we can say fuck you to? I don't know. There's a couple. 
I still don't like the guy who did fucking Jeepers Creepers. I mean, that dude, that dude belongs to get like. I don't even remember get. his name. I mean, that's probably for the best. Yeah. Uh, Wine. Weinstein, yeah, fuck Harvey that guy. fucking Weinstein deserves to get shanked in prison and then fucking left to rot. Uh, fuck that piece of shit. He's fuck gonna it. be like the next Mandela effect, like you know, he died in prison but nobody remembers. <laughs> Which the Mandela effect, that's sci-fi. Like we're talking all things fucking sci-fi, so fuck it. There's a movie about the Mandela effect and it's absolute garbage. It, it is. I watched it. I watched it. it God, was that movie garbage. was awful. <laughs> oh, you know what we didn't discuss in terms of sci-fi uh, that could definitely be uh, considered sci-fi? What? Cloverfield Paradox. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I'm all about Cloverfield. J.J. Abrams is my dude. And I'm sure that you fucking love him just because he redid the whole fucking Star Trek. I do, but like, I he reinvigorated that I shit. love him more because of the Cloverfield series of movies. Dude, I, yeah. I enjoy the I, I enjoy the Star Trek reboot movies. They're great. But, dude, like what he did with Cloverfield was just... Chef kiss, like just brilliant, man. Um, I remember still sitting in theaters. Like I remember when I was so close to being of age to go see rated R movies. Like I mean, I was just like a fucking movie rat. Like I was always in there. I was always watching movies. Like I, that's I think that's where like a lot of my inspiration and drama and tragedy comes from. Is just because watching shit cinematically changes how you look at the world. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do like remember- everything, everything is just fucking vibrant colors like you almost feel like you're high but it's like you feel like you're also in a movie i mean you could also be high right now no i mean i could i mean i could spark up but i'm not going to because you know (laughs) i think i got enough of that in me last night (laughs) i smoked a lot (laughs) um do you remember the night we went to go see ted cloverfield lane in theaters i don't but i yeah, I've got a bad fucking memory when it comes to particular things on the spot. Like, see, I, thought like, you, I thought you'd forget the bo- <laughs> when we went to go see the boy. I remember when we went. To, yeah, yes, because we ended up leaving. You were so bored. You're like, dude, this shit sucks. And, and it, it was so bad. But I rewatched it, and it's actually not that bad. So it picked up literally right after we stopped. And right after we left, the movie started getting good. Fucking course. Because I remember rewatching. I was like, oh well, my god. Well, luckily for us, we had you. You had free access to movies at that point. So I worked at the movie theater because I was movie rat yeah not by i mean it was by choice but not really like if you if you are um a film crew i think is what they call you out there when you work in the movie theaters it is the most wonder wondrous and magical thing to see the other end of the spectrum of how you get treated and work at the movie theaters because (laughs) you We'll hate being an usher, but you will also love being an usher. You, and the ushers are the people that get to go clean up after everybody. And then you get to see just how surprisingly disgusting and cruel people are after they leave a fucking movie. You used to be the kind of guy who would like leave your bag of popcorn on the chair. And then but I after that, I stopped. <laughs> yeah, no shit, because I remember going with you the first time. And I saw you picking up and putting all your trash neatly in the popcorn bag and walk up to the trash can and threw it away. And I looked at you and I was like... Bro, good for you. And you're like, bro, no, fuck those people. And like, <laughs> I've you've not regressed since, and I am fucking proud of you. But yeah, dude, we went to go see 10 Cloverfield Lane uh, in theaters, and it was probably... Like, going to the movies with you is probably the best experience for me. Why? Because I'm like the fucking, like, I'm just like, dude, stop looking at your phone, turn your phone off. <laughs> well, no, I, as... as I, this is hard for people to believe because the people who know me who listen to this podcast are like, yeah, bullshit. But when I'm seeing a movie, my phone's in my pocket. It stays in my pocket. 
unless, like, for some reason, I feel like 3,000 vibrations in less than 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But Delgado is the type of person, when you go see a movie with, he's silent. Does not look at you, does not ask questions, doesn't go, oh man, oh, can, you, can I get through real quick? I gotta go piss. Um, no. Like, you are... Like, I would be annoyed if you had to go piss. Like, I yeah. would just, like, stare at you and be which, like, dude, you're ruining my movie experience. Which is why Delgado <laughs> is my, my movie buddy. Like, we go see movies together... Well, just, we used to a lot before the whole COVID thing, and I, that just ruined everything. I think once movie theaters start to reopen and AMC does their penny movie days, man, we're going to go see a lot of fucking movies, my dude. <laughs> well, see, because the thing is, is like, since everything's pushed back, we're going to have so many, it's, it's going to be literally big movies every weekend, all fucking year I long. I cannot fucking Dude, I feel like the film industry is going to lose a lot of fucking money because of that. Because they're going to be like, well, fuck, well, dude. Everybody's going to be competing and losing money because they're like, fuck, I'm going up against, you know, an Avengers movie. You know, like, <laughs> can you see that? Like a Fast and Furious movie, like competing with a fucking Avengers level but, movie. Well, let's be real. The guys who do the Fast and Furious movies definitely think that they can compete. They, For some reason, people think that those movies are art. I, I will never understand that logic, but that's... The Fast and the Furious movies? Yeah, I think they're trash. See, I really enjoyed the first movie. I tolerated the second Which movie. Which is fine, but the minute you start to get to, like, 32 Fast, 54 Furious, like, I, I, I kind of lost interest. Dude, it really pissed me off when they turned them into Mission Impossible movies instead no of, like, car shit. movies. Like, you know, like, the whole thing of it was is, like, yeah, you did have, like, an underlying story, but... It became too much like fucking, just like the most impossible fucking stunts. Like, also, there's no fucking way. No fucking way. Which Angelina I, yeah. Jolie is no. like this, no. like, top class hacker who kills, like, Dom's wife? No, no, no. That wasn't Angelina Jolie. That was Charlize Theron. Oh, okay. Yes. No fucking way. Which, I have to finish that movie tonight, by the way. I started watching The Devil's Advocate. Never watched it. It's got Keanu Reeves. Never you watched never it. Never watched that movie. Never watched Bro, it. Bro, it is one of the most visceral, dark fucking movies I've ever watched in my life. I'm gonna fucking finish it because I started watching it the other night and I was like, I was about maybe 20 minutes in and it was already like three o'clock and I had to go to work in like three hours. So I was like, <laughs> oh man, this is like a two and a half hour like long movie. I, it, I can't. <laughs> is it bad that the only part of that whole story I'm surprised by is that you only got 20 minutes into a movie and not that you were up until three o'clock in the fucking morning? Well, I mean, I was work. super fucking tired, dude. Like there's just some days like... I'll get only, like, like I mean, there's a lot of days I only get, like, two hours of sleep, but, like, my body just kind of, like, shuts down after a while. Um, but no, okay, backtrack, since we tend to do that a lot, my recent purchase that I bought. I'm sorry. You know, you're fine, you're fine. Um, which was this past Friday, I bought um, two slabs. I bought an X-Force <laughs> number one, which is literally, like, <laughs> A super cheap book. He said on the previous podcast he wouldn't buy it slap, but... <laughs> I changed my mind. Here we are. I changed my mind. Later. I bought it for like 40 bucks. Um, and it costs like, what, like $30 to get a thing? Like, slapped, yeah. Slapped. So really, I mean, I kind of only paid 10 but I didn't pay just 10 Um But no, I wanted to have a pristine condition book because, I mean, it was like at a 9.4 or 9.6 or something like that. You settled for a 9.6. See, I looked at the pictures and as long as it like presents very well and it's encased and has a grade on it, I'm fine. Um, And the only reason why I bought that is because I'm a big Warpath fan. Big Warpath fan. And it was just recently. 
I think it was really, it had to do with the whole Days of Futures Past movie. Because I was like, man, I really like this character. And then I happened across, not too long ago, the show The Gifted. And uh, John Prowse stars in it. So, Thunderbird. I thought... Which is weird, because I don't think they actually go into... Isn't Blink also in that show? Yes. And I don't understand. I think this is just like a a separate parallel timeline, because they don't explain where the X-Men are. They don't explain where the Brotherhood is. It's completely its own entity, which I think is why I enjoyed that show to an extent. Um, (coughs) I didn't get as into it as you are currently, but it's a good show. And seeing, I mean, uh, I haven't finished it yet, but I also want to get the first appearance of um, Vertigo. Is that right? When no, you say I Vertigo, think... all I think of is Count Vertigo from the three <sighs> I, I'm going to think Vertigo. The one, the um, Magneto's daughter. Polaris. Why did I say Vertigo? Oh, because she probably looks like Vertigo from fucking another, she's another character. Yeah, she's another Marvel character. Which was also in the Deadpool video game. Just yeah, whole, that was whole, weird. Whole thing. That was super weird. Which um, is cool because like like the main girls in that or like the main cast of everybody in that game, I've got like their first appearances. <laughs> I got the first appearance of Deadpool, the first appearance of Cable, the first appearance of Rogue, which I think Rogue was was she not in that? Yeah, she, she was, was kidnapped. Yeah. When did you get Rogue's first appearance? I've had Rogue's first appearance. I mean, it's not slab, but I mean, it's still a good fucking copy. I, it was yeah. right around the time that I really started buying books again because I think I bought She-Hulk number one, the sensational ah, or okay. savage She-Hulk or whatever the fuck. She-Hulk number one, her the first, first appearance. Of She-Hulk. Yes. Um, and I also bought a, another slab. It was Secret Wars part two uh, or Secret Wars two number five, which I recently just we talked about this in the last one about like I think I did. Um, the horror story behind that whole book Yep. Uh, at the post office because they ended up not fucking uh, the, the person I bought it off, off of they did not send it correctly like they did not take you know the necessary precautions to make sure that this book was not gonna fucking get bent up calling out all eBay shippers who do this bullshit which you know I you know I did what you said I mean I put a whole bunch of books over and let it kind of try to flatten out as best as I could and I put it in a tight bag and board and I mean, it presents just fine, but I want that 9.0, you know, I want that 9.0 plus because that's the first appearance of Boom Boom, which she's a big character in X-Force, but I remember watching her in like the X, X-Men Evolutions. Um, so she was like, and I'm trying to just like get all of the fucking like mutant, <laughs> like, you know, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get my giant size X-Men number one. You know, I'm going to end up getting all of these other mute, uh, mutant fucking... If there's anybody I believe in to say that kind of thing, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Like, dude, it's my quest. That's my grail. Like, that's that's my that's my, my new grail. Like, that is, you know... If you could find, like, a comic book store that had it... that didn't And it's not going to be haggard. It's going to be a good copy. If you, I swear to God, if you found a comic book store that did, like, a payment plan... Like a layaway type situation, and have that I would have a thirty book. year con- like I'd have a thirty year contract. <laughs> You'd have that book paid off before your house. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Sorry, dude. Kaylee, if you listen to this. <laughs> uh, but no, like so, I uh, I don't know, man. Like, Boom Boom's always been a cool character. Farrell, and she's not like been like a big big character, but like I mean, she was nineties. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's what I like, you know, like the whole '90s aspect. Like, 
to me, that was nostalgic because we're 90s babies. You know what I mean? Like, we were born in the 90s. We actually got to grow up in the 90s. Like, you know, we were... We literally got to be kids in the 90s. You know, we didn't just like, okay, we were born at the butt end and we didn't get to experience it, but we were still 90s babies. No, we got to experience the... Not the entire decade, but, like, when we started becoming cognizant around, like, three or four, you know, we had, like, a good, you know, about six years. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, everything was, like, so much better. Like, everything was vibrant. Like, you know, Burger Kings were better. Like, the food was better. Like, fucking everything was fucking amazing. And there was comic book stores. Do you remember that? There was I, a comic book store in the mall. It was called The yeah, Silver Lining. I remember that. I vaguely remember That's that. actually... Where I started buying comic books was from the Silver Lining or the Silver Cloud or whatever the fuck it was called. My dad only got to take me in there like once or twice. Because they had records too. Yeah. You you know this. The listeners probably don't. But I was a military brat. So I didn't really get to go there often. But my dad would stop at random gas stations and buy me a comic book off the spinner rack on a long drive. uh, While we were relocating state to state and stuff like that. Which is... I wish I still had some of those, man. I'm sure that I had something fucking dope in there. What's like your biggest comic book that you that you miss that you got rid of? Oh, that's that's a whole fuck. fucking thing. Like uh, I'm sure you've had to have something that you know damn well that is worth something today. But you had no idea back then. You did not give a fuck, and you just got rid of it, and it just blew the fuck up. Well, see, man, I've replaced all those. Every single one. Every single fucking one. See, I have not. Um, I have not. But, like, I also don't have this huge recollection of the books my dad bought me. Um, I know that at one point there was an ASM number 361 in there. I vaguely remember that, reading the first appearance of Carnage on a road trip. And being like, this dude is fucking awesome. Like, But other than that, I don't think I can recall any other ones. Maybe a Punisher book every once in a while. See, mine that I regret getting rid of uh, was Ultimate Spider-Man number one. It's actually an expensive book. Like, the last time I checked, and it... Because I think it, it really boomed when Andrew Garfield became the Amazing Spider-Man. Because, yes, it was the Amazing Spider-Man, but it had more aspects of the, the Ultimate Spider-Man, you know, series. I thought you still had that. Nope, I got rid of it. Huh. I remember having it as a kid, and I remember, like, that was one of the first comic books I remember owning. And I did not take care of it, and I, did, I just got rid of it, and I was like, uh... The only one that I have a full recollection of, other than ASM 361, was uh, the Civil War arc. Really? I, I actually owned every titled Civil War comic when I was a kid. Do you remember when I went to... We went to fucking Atomic Comics. Did we talk about this last one? We I think we mentioned comic book shop hopping but i don't think we mentioned like how much of a fucking doozy that guy was because he just did not know what he had at all like we found an early hellboy book in there early i don't even the only thing i really remember walking away with was uh issues zero through 12 or 13 of the civil war like the main story I think All we first also walked print. out of there with Avengers versus X-Men, but I don't remember for sure. Really? Yeah. No, that's what it was. Not the Civil War. No, I did buy the Civil War you there, too. You bought the Civil War after. I bought the Civil War there, and then I also bought... Yes, because I remember coming home very happy that day. <laughs> very happy that day. They were all pristine, conditioned books in nice bags and boards. Perfect. And I was like... And I got... 
a stellar fucking deal. The guy did not want to even be there. Like, it was like, <laughs> sure, you know. Did I tell you about how I went back um, not very long uh, after you and I went with a couple of friends, and the dude had a bunch of magic cards that were worth, like, 10 to, 10 to $20 a piece, and we bought them all for, like, 50 cents a piece. That dude just did not give a fuck about any of that product in that store. Which, how are you going to call yourself Atomic Comics and just not give a shit about the product you're selling? <clears throat> that will always drive me bonkers forever. But, I mean, I kind of want to, uh, one day I want to be a comic book store owner. Well, yeah. Like, we talked about doing that. Like, going into business and, like, actually fucking, like, having a comic book store. Like, that would be fucking dope as shit. Yeah, it would not like we don't have enough back issues and there would be crispy creams as far as the eye can see (laughs) we will have like three coffee pot makers in the back and they will all be like the most expensive top notch and we we also discussed the fact that you'd have to buy your books (laughs) before you eat a donut and drink some coffee while you're fucking reading them and shit see i liked what nick did and his uh what ken nichols did in his uh his comic book store he had like a little lounge area which was awesome had a TV constantly playing like like comic book related stuff. Just a good guy all around. Very good guy. I'd like to get back in touch with him and and really just go over shit. Cause I know that like there was one time he kind of reached out for me to do one of his podcasts that I think that he was starting to do, and I don't know what happened. Like I was going through shit or something at the time, and I just never got back to him yeah. about it. Like. It was not cool. Hi, Nick, if you listen to this. Yes. Uh, We miss you so fucking much. I'm sure that you miss us, too. (laughs) We would go into that shop and hang out forever. Forever, dude. Like, we would sit down and we would just talk to him. Like, I mean, we'd always buy stuff, of course. We'd pick up our poles. Dude, I bought a lot of stuff off of Nick. Like, a lot, a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah, can confirm. I don't think I spent nearly as much money as you did, but that was mostly because I was working at GameStop for most of my time shopping there. But (laughs) I'll tell you what. Since nobody really knows what the whole situation where we're at, we're not in no big, elaborate studio. We're in my fucking garage, (laughs) sitting in two chairs and a table, sandwiched in between two fucking cars, and there's crickets that are literally straight from hell. Like, they just will not shut the fuck up. So if you ever try to be like, well, you know what? These guys, they're, they're pretty cool people, you know? They're pretty cool people, but their quality is shit. <laughs> it is very shit tier. It is because we are doing this strictly out of the kindness of our heart to provide just what we have as far as insight into our lives and where we're from. We do this for shits and giggles, not for the monies. Yeah, not for the monies. Now, if any sponsor wants to pay us monies. Or if anybody wants to come kill my crickets in my garage. <laughs> please. Please, God. And I know that's like super bad luck. And I know that's going to be screwing somebody out of some good karma. So We get a know. sponsorship from a fucking uh, exterminator. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. I'll take what I can get. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Anyway. I mean, as far as anything else goes, is there anything, like, you know, upcoming anything? So, I mean, I want to watch I want to watch Westworld. I never got a chance to, and I heard from somebody at work that it was, like, a really good show. I, it's, I haven't watched it. I think it looks good, but it's not something that really piqued my interest. There's a movie coming out with Ryan Reynolds, and now I can't remember the name of it. We literally just talked about it. Uh, Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, it's, go ahead, go ahead on a tangent on that. So, basically, from what I could gather from... 
from the, the trailer, which wasn't much, because it's been a minute since I watched it. Um, dude gets free will for the first time, and is, I think, the only person who has the free will. He, like, no, he lives in a video game, um, like Grand Theft Auto style, and just kind of just walks around just not living his life by the rules that are set for him. And it just looks like a really good fucking movie. But other than that... I think that, like, they are, like... <clears throat> Ryan Reynolds is just becoming, like, a fucking... Somebody that will take any fucking movie. Like, he's... I'm not saying this in a bad way, but he's, like, in a lot of fucking movies. Which, he's good. I just but pray look, that he never gets to Nicolas Cage level of, like, please God, put me in your movie. I don't think that anybody could get to Nicolas Cage level. Let's be real. That dude snorts a line of blow, hears the first two lines of the script, and it's just like, let's fucking go! Dude, okay, so I was wa- I was rewatching on Disney Plus the old uh, Incredible Hulk uh, cartoon, and there was an episode with the Ghost Rider. I totally forgot about this. I was like, dude, I can't wait for them to revamp the whole Ghost Rider. Like, really they have to. They have to because they're they're what they're coming out with like a Hellstorm movie or the Son of Satan or something like that. Is that well, they, who he is? They brought a live action Ghost Rider to Agents of Shield. I have his first appearance. Robbie Reyes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so do I. So. <laughs> Which I thought it was, he was a lot more cooler in the comics than in the show because I don't remember, I think I watched like maybe one episode with him in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't even re- remember watching the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I wasn't very a big fan of it. I, I enjoy it for what it is, but that's about it. Now, there's a show that fucking, I mean, I guess it's kind of off topic, but kind of not really. When have we been back show. on topic? Uh, <laughs> the the mis the misfit show. Oh, I got you on a misfit. Blast from the past. Yes, and I think we actually talked about this in an. Which, episode. if there's anybody that actually listens to this shit and you're big fans of the guy who plays, um, uh, fuck, what's his Nathan. name? The Seance. Yeah, no, the guy who plays the Seance in Umbrella Academy. He's also in Misfits. And oh, I think you were asking what his I name is. I can't remember what his name Nathan. is. No, I mean like his name name. Like his like actual actor name. Oh, yeah, I can't remember either. Brilliant but, fucking actor. But. Yes. And I mean, he's like one of the main characters in season one and kind of in two, I think. He's in a lot of two. Is the fact he? that he's a cult leader in two is pretty brilliant. Too. No, no, no. I'm talking about Misfits. Oh, no. He, di- like, he doesn't come back for season two. I thought he did. Uh-uh. No, the actor didn't come back. Mm. They reference him a lot, but he just doesn't come back. I guess he got somebody pregnant. Decided to just. Well, I'm just saying this just because I know if there's any girls out there watching and they, you know, they're fangirling over or guys that they're fangboying over fucking the seance. He's in Misfits. He's younger. He's more Finnish because I think he's is he is he or is he Irish? He's Irish. He's super fucking. Irish. Okay, so he's more Irish in this. Like you can tell, like his his accent is you know not. I mean. He does a really good American accent. He does, but he doesn't pull any punches like trying. Like, he is Irish as fuck in oh, that. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, sometimes it's kind of hard to listen to him because it's like, oh my God. Like, that whole I cannot picture this him. coming out of his mouth right now. <clears throat> Which that series was really fucking good. Yeah. It was. Um, it was literally about these kids in detention, and then there was like a fucking freak storm that happened and gave everybody powers. And then all of these characters, I think that. The boys kind of got inspiration from this is because you got to see what it was like to from the other spectrum of what heroes are. 
begrudging superheroes. Yes, because like they didn't know what they were, you know, like they they knew that they that they had to come to stop. Yeah. Like a, a greater evil. And they always had these wacky and zany episodes where all these other characters that had powers that were just, like, bad. And they were like, we gotta stop them. But, yeah, they're bad people themselves. Like, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say super bad, but they're kids and they're dumb and they're, you know. But you get to see them evolve. They, they, they do bad shit, like, because they're kids. That kind of thing. It's a really well done show. I think it was, like, really interesting, like, when they decided to sell their powers. In that there was a guy that actually had the ability to take people's powers. And this is why I keep trying to tell you and to give watch more Doom Patrol, my dude. <sighs> Maybe. The begrudging superhero is the motif for the newest, uh, for the Doom Patrol TV show. That's the whole thing. It's based on Gerard Way's fucking comic book run on Doom Patrol. I'm, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, because I traded that back to you after we bought it at. Uh, yeah, you did because thank you for what. Half where did we books, get half price dude? books? Yes, because which was them, weird. Yeah, found yeah, them yeah. for a buck a piece, and you were like, "Bro, I really want those," and so did I. But because I was like super big into Gerard Way, and that was, was before. Why are you lying? Am, these, why are you lying? am? But you know, I ended up. Yeah, I fell off a little bit, but I'll get back into it. Maybe one of these days I can fucking go out and get me a Umbrella Academy number one. But so I wanted a nine point eight for a hundred bucks. Really? Yeah. Huh. Almost bought it at C two E two too. The dude only wanted forty for it. Really? Yeah, but he also had two of my favorite covers from Spider Man of all time and a Moon Knight number one. So and all of those total were fucking forty bucks. So I was like, fuck it. Wait, so you bought the Moon Knight number one? Mm-hmm. Huh. I guess I didn't know. I didn't know that you had that on your, in your collection. Sitting at my crib, my dude. Which his first appearance is Werewolf by Night number thirty-two. Yes. Yes. My, one of my last big grails. Do you think that's actually gonna like be a good show when it comes out? Oh fuck yeah! Well, there's there's not gonna be an in between. Well, I mean, like, is Disney Plus really going to do it justice? Like, do you think they're going to go, like, the actual good story from, like, the newer Moon Knight series? Dude, if they go 2016 Moon Knight, it'll be brilliant. If they go 1980s Moon Knight, no. God, no. It's going to be too campy. It's going to be too cheesy. It's going to be... It's going to try to be too dark. Because he's, like, what? Like, the Jewish Batman. He's... Because he is, like, straight Jewish, though. Uh, he's kind of Jewish. They don't talk about it much in the comic books. I, I don't know, man. In the 2016 Moon Knight run for Marvel now, it was really good. It's probably my favorite Marvel now series. Because, like... See, and I wasn't really big into the Marvel now. I was-ish. Especially Punisher issue 12. You remember that? Remember the controversy around that one? I remember there being controversy, but I don't remember what Because he about. blew up a diner that had the, the facsimile. The, the, the Fantastic Four. Yes. Blew up a fucking diner with those guys in it. And they were like, they were talking about something. Um, about this, how great the movie that they were going to be in was. And that they didn't even read the source material or anything like that. And he blows up a fucking diner. It was fucking brilliant. I think I had it. Yeah, you did. I probably got rid of it and didn't even remember why I had that issue. I was like, why the fuck do I have, like, a random-ass Punisher issue? Because I texted you about it, and I was like, bro, you need to read this, and I sent you a picture Which, of the panel. I mean, I wasn't, like, not a Punisher fan, because I totally was. Like, I was more Warzone. Like, when the Punisher movie came out, 
Wasn't a fan. Like, not at all. But see, Punisher but when, Warzone. when Warzone came out, I was a super fan. But And then when John Bernthal came out to be the Punisher and the Daredevil show and then had his own series, I was an uber-duper Punisher fan. I've always been a bigger Punisher fan than you. Yeah. Which, that's not like a dick measuring contest. <laughs> that's just me pointing out that when I read a comic book that I really enjoy, I text Delgado like a picture of the panel. And I'm like, haha. You need to check this out. And he'll go out and buy it. <laughs> uh, kind of like with uh, Superior Carnage, I sent you that picture of uh, literally one of the first three pages in there. It was uh, Carnage killing a cop and saying, hmm, smells like bacon. <laughs> and you went out and bought issue one just for that. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I think I might still, I, I don't know if I still have it or not. I don't know. I like need, I said, I've lost to, a lot of books over we time. We actually do need to go through your collection because there is a book I need. What? That I think you might have. What is it? Uh, we'll talk about that after the podcast. He <laughs> said, so "We'll talk about that after. We'll talk business after." Yeah, because I don't want to. I don't want to drown our listeners out with us talking business. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. You're good. You're good. So we do a lot of business between each other. Sometimes shady, shadier than most. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was about to fucking say, my dude. Like, what the fuck you mean? You always get value. <laughs> we always make sure we walk out. On a handshake, so... We're... So, uh, okay, so Delgado and I's biggest thing when we started collecting was that we don't flip comics without talking to each other first. Oh, yeah. We always go, Entirely. hey, is this something that you want so that way we can trade for it and maybe I can get something I want out of the deal? Because when I get sick of a character or I get sick of a comic book run, I'll text Delgado and be like, hey, man, is this something you're interested in? And if he says yes, I'll grab it up, I'll bring it over to his house... If it's not, if he doesn't have something that I'm super particular interested in, I'll probably just leave it at his house uh, and give it to him. <laughs> I fucked up one time with the Deathstroke run. I know, Termin- you yep. son of a yep. Deathstroke bitch. The Terminator. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, I've been able to get myself most of that series. I think I'm only missing the latter ten issues. Really? Yeah, but sixty is the most expensive one. You know what book I would like to have for no reason at all is the Judas Contract. I don't even know why. Which issue? Uh, the first one. For no reason. Judas Contract number one? Yeah. It just looks like a cool cover. It's a dope-ass cover. I mean, I know the whole story behind it, but I just like, that was just like... Yeah, because you had the that. trade that you read a And lot. I'm not even like a big DC fan either. Like, I mean, I am, but I'm not. Like, by any stretch of the imagination, it's just like, I feel like the movie's really fucked it up for me. Let me let me explain his stance on DC really quick since um, my my cohort isn't the most eloquent. Um, <laughs> I'm not, not eloquent. He, it's not that he hates DC. It's not like that he's like, oh, I'm just Marvel. Marvel's the only good one. To only read Marvel. It's that he doesn't quite have a series that he's a huge fan of in terms of like DC comics. There's characters that he likes that he'll buy the books for, um, but other than that, it's nothing. Like, with me, like, I'll buy Marvel books because if I like the character and stuff like that, like, my key issues and stuff like that. But I won't go out of my way to find a new Marvel series that I want to read without Delgado telling me, like, hey, man, this one's really good. So we're – we share a love for comic books. It's not that we, we chose one company or another. It's that we don't – we each have something that we like more about one company than another. So that's just where that is. So I just kind of wanted to explain that really quick, <laughs> so that way people weren't like, "Yo, Delgado's just a DC hater. Fuck that guy. Batman rules." Uh, well, see, and I'm excited for the new Batman movie coming out. Same. I'm okay. So it's not that I hate on fucking DC. I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of their comic books. I'm not big on their movies for most of the part, like for most part. 
Um, their TV shows are pretty fucking good. Like, Doom Patrol, when I first started watching it, I didn't finish it at all. Like I said, I only watched, like, maybe four, six episodes. I don't remember. Probably See, not even that. That's something else that I respect about you. You're like, I only watched the first half of the series. Yeah, I, I'm not going to front, like, I mean, and that's any anything. Well, like, no, what we I'm don't... saying is, is that's a cool thing that you do because you're not like, oh, first episode sucked, I'm out. Well, see, because a lot of people, like, they do podcasts and shit, like, I've noticed, like, watching them, like, they'll be looking shit up, you know? So, like, it's not, you know, to, it's not too hard to believe that they're probably just looking shit up just to say, oh, yeah, so, um, you should go watch this, and they're reading a summary, like, well, you know, and it's a really <laughs> fucking good movie, you know, and this part happens, which on Wikipedia, <laughs> it tells, like, a rundown of everything that goes down in a movie or, you know, plot points and shit like that, so, like, it's... No, we're 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 the true, the real deal. The real McCoy is what we are. I think the only thing we ever look at is like bullet points for the episodes. Like yeah, we're just and we're like, definitely wrong like a lot of the time. So uh, <laughs> I don't even know why you guys are listening because like we're just I don't even know. Shh, don't reveal our secrets. <laughs> no, we're just hacks. You know who lives here? Big fat phony. <laughs> You're a phony. <laughs> God damn it. But no, I am. I'm a, a, an avid Flash fan. Like, I like the Flash uh, TV series. I like the Doom Patrol for what it was, the couple episodes that I watched. Um, I actually just thought of something. You need to watch the Harley Quinn animated series. Yeah, I know. I was it's, told that I need to. It's actually a lot better than I thought it would be. And, you know, that means something coming from me for how much I hate Harley Quinn as a character. So I love how we've like segued all the way from like sci-fi shit to Batman. That's I mean, like, in like the DC. Like we, I mean, it's fine though. If, if we if we honestly stay too far off the topic of comic books, we always end up coming back to it. Oh yeah, it, it's like it's, see, and we also used to have the first appearance of Harley Quinn. Oh my, we God. had many copies of so many copies. I'm not gonna tell you guys where we got it from, but we did happen on a collection. That somebody had, and he had a whole bunch of the, what, the Batman anime, or the Batman... Batman Adventures number 12. Yes. He had we, no idea what he had. We walked away with that long box. We're so oh cheap, my god! Dude. Like, he was like, yeah, we just, I got all of these, you know, shitty-ass books, and they're just collecting dust. Had, and I was like, oh, yeah. I had no interest in them whatsoever. And, like, so we just, we, we walked away with this long box. I think we picked through it a little bit. I think we saw one copy, and we were like, oh, okay. Now we know what we got. Yeah, exactly. So we were like, all right. Because <laughs> I remember I sold, I sold a couple of copies to, um, hell, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I sold all my copies to. Uh, no, you sprang them on a couple. To, of to Comics Q. Mm-hmm. To uh, Sean. To Sean. Yes. To Sean, which is also really groovy, dude. Like if you, uh, if you guys are ever in the neck of the woods of Kokomo, Indiana. Uh, he owns a nice little comic book store out. Um, I just walked by there today, actually. Yeah. I didn't get to stop in real quick. Downtown Kokomo, right? Downtown yeah. Kokomo. Because you um, work in Kokomo, so yeah. you're more familiar with, like, you know. It's on Sycamore Street. East Sycamore. It's on Geek Street. If you know what Geek Street is, you already know where Comics Cube oh, is. Oh, yeah. And there's, like, a, a big-ass, what, the toy, the toy store. What is it called? Uh, so, co- there's, it goes. So, that block starts with Comics Cube. And then you walk by um, a, a failed comedy theater, and then you <laughs> you happen across Kokomo Toys and then American Dream High. Yes, Kokomo Toys is fucking amazing. They are super 
duper nostalgic with like their their collection. Do we need? They have so many good toys out there. So many. Like I feel like you know a kid. Like when I walk through the door, oh my god, look at this. They always have like old like cartoons on in the TVs in the background too. Yes. See, um, we like to we like to name drop local businesses because that's where we frequent. Because that's what you should do is frequent your local businesses, keep them yes. afloat, especially during these trying times. But anyway, hopefully, but yeah. yeah. I walked yeah. by there today, and it was popping, dude. Uh, so that's what, actually, Thomas Q? Yeah, that's why I didn't go in. There was <laughs> people walking in and out. I don't do well around people, right? Other than Delgado. Um, but that so, was like one of like our main our main places that, that was, we were. Going that was our to. prime haunt, dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, we didn't have a pool list there, but, like, I mean... I, was, I did at one point. Oh, well, I didn't. Yeah, you, uh, I thought you did. Uh-uh. Oh. No, I did not, but I did go out there frequently. <laughs> like, I bought a lot of books out there. A lot of books. Like, I mean, I was one of the guys that would walk in and look at the wall <laughs> of the most expensive that's, ones and be like, those are the ones I'm going on with. That's where I bought Green Arrow Volume 3 from. And I bought my four. first copy of New Mutants number 98 there. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is... Seems like forever. I remember... No, because I... Yeah, because I remember walking out and I called you after I found it and bought the damn thing. Like, I bought it for way too much. Like, (laughs) and and not saying that, you know, he was trying to... We're not saying Sean Price gouges. No, 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 no. It was definitely worth it. It was definitely worth it, but bills were a thing <laughs> and i just did not give a fuck like i was like okay yeah because for all seven i think i bought it for like close to 200 dollars. all all 75 main issues and then two side issues of that green arrow series i only spent 35 dollars see These... and i bought that and i also bought a stack of like back issues mm-hmm. <laughs> like so awesome. the dude is he's very fair in his pricing he's very nice he's a he cool is. fucking guy like, now there are some people out there that are not I can't name any right off top. You might. Readers copying fucking Monsu. Fuck that piece of shit. <laughs> if you listen to this, you old fuck, choke on one, alright? Choke on what? what no, you remember when the fuck he when he fucking went off on us for looking on those boxes under the table? Well, I mean, he probably didn't go through them, which I mean is No, he said they're yeah. on hold for his his real customers. His real customers. Those were yeah. his words, dude. I don't How remember. I've smoked weed since then. I know, and I try to forget shit like this. Fuck that guy. But White Rabbit Muncie was also awful. Was it the nice? Was it the nice one that was on the super nice store? But the dude had like price stickers stuff oh, in the face yeah. of his comic books. Yeah, he had the first appearance of Nick Fury like for like. I think like $180, but he had the price tag stuck to it, and he had one of those so clips. the cover, yeah. He had a yeah. clip digging into the cover, and we were just sitting there mocking him the whole time. Yeah, because they were hung up. Like, you had him hung up around the cash register, yeah. like, on fucking the, yeah, 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 the clips. awful. I was like, oh, what is he doing? So while we also support our local businesses, we also drag them when they're terrible. Fuck you guys. Uh, and not saying that we, we would just do that for the sake of being assholes, because we are <laughs> totally assholes, but... But, but we only drag the people that deserve it. Yes, 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 yes. Which I mean, Sean has been always fair to us. Um, I mean, hell, like there was at one point in time, like he had some books, like collections that he fucking bought and hadn't got a chance to look through. But I mean, I've known Sean from grip, dude, a dude, grip. Man. Even though he probably doesn't even remember me, remember me. But like, well, he, he knows. Last time I was in there, really? Yeah. Nice. Sean, yeah. Sean remembers everybody, dude. The last time I walked in there, he reminded, remembered me. And it I usually have years. to bring up Ken because, like, him and Ken are friends. 
Because, yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, of they course are. they are, though. That doesn't surprise me. Nick is friends with everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, no, anyways, he had a collection that I ended up looking through. And, uh, cause he asked me if I wanted to look through it, he just bought it. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. He was like, let me know if you see anything. I was like, all right, cool. And, uh, I happened across the fucking book and I was like, oh man. Ah, he was like, what? And I was like, I found a book, man. I found a book and I, 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 uh, he was like, what is it? And I, I told him, I was like, it's, uh, it's the edge of, uh, spider verse number two. And he was like, it's like, what is that? I don't even know. I think he knew what it was, but I don't think like he understood when I said it. it had, but I don't think it registered. But when I showed him, I was like, dude, you can't have this in this. You can't have just people looking through this. You know what I mean? Because people are assholes. Like I've, well, I've never has, encountered this, but I think people like hide books behind other books when they buy, and the person's not really thinking too much about it when you're buying a stack of back issues. Yeah. Um, but this book was like. The condition that it was in, I think he was wanting $400 for it. Um, because I told him, I was like, dude, this book is worth hundreds of dollars. And he was like, well, let's look it up. And I was like, all right, cool. I mean, he's like, I don't remember if it's a first print or not because they changed the color of the bottoms. Yeah. Um, I was like, I think it's a first print, though. And he looks at it. He was like, yep. He's like, it's going for like $200. Or no, it was going for $600. Mm-hmm. And that's when he kind of was like, well, I'll sell it to you for like, you know. Two, I think it was $200. I think I'm exaggerating. I don't think it was even $400. I think it was like $200. I, yeah, I can't afford that right now. <laughs> I was like, I wish that I could, but... Because I actually used to have that. Because I was following the Edge of Spider-Verse. Uh, the storyline after um, Peter Parker ended up dying. And uh, then we got the Superior Spider-Man. Which I love, by the way. Like, I love that entire series. Superior came before Edge. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. I followed through the death of, uh, of Peter Parker all the way up through the end of Spider-Verse into the new Amazing Spider-Man series, which I think I bought, like, all the way up to, like, maybe a couple issues. I don't know. Like, somewhere I know, like, I was buying, like, all kinds of fucking, you know, Spider-Man tie-in books. Yeah. And it was just getting ridiculous. I was like, yep, I'm addicted. <laughs> this... We're going to have to knock this off again because, like, that's the crazy thing about it is, like, when you're a comic book collector, it it's like fucking an addiction because it's like somebody that buys scratch-offs. You can't just buy one. You know, you can't just <laughs> buy one. And you always want to try to, you know, aim for the bigger one because it's going to have a bigger payoff. So, essentially, I want to go for a book that's more pristine and slabbed and a 9.0 plus. Or if I don't and I find one that's just in a store, I try to look at the condition and then make a fair assessment if I'm going to actually buy this or not, if it's worth it. Because a lot of people, they don't they don't grade their own books. You know, yeah. they want to say that they're all graders like they do online, but we know damn well that like when you get a book and it's... Delgado's calling yeah. out eBay again. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> whereas I'm kind of the opposite. When I go buy a comic book, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at condition, obviously, because the book's falling apart. I'm not going to be able to keep it forever. But a lot of the time when I buy a new comic, I'm buying it for the history of that book. So like when I bought my My Greatest Adventure number 80, the first appearance of Doom Patrol, I bought it for 250. Really? Yeah, dude, I spent 250 on that book. But honestly, man, dude, I would drop that again in a heartbeat. <laughs> I I'm frustrated because I've seen other copies pop up since then around the same price, but obviously kind of better condition. 
like I saw. Yeah, one. we did. We saw one because it was even. Yeah, uh, it was slab, wasn't it? The three and a half. Actually, I read it, and it's it's actually it's got a cutout in one of the pages that affects the story. Nah, really? <laughs> yeah. So honestly, if I got, but mine, you wouldn't it, know anyways because it would be slab. Exactly, and it, it's not dug out of the back cover like mine. But my front actually presents better than that one does. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh? God. Yeah, if you look at that book while it's in the bagging board, you can't tell at all. Huh. It's a brilliant copy of the book. It's just, and it's only missing one speech bubble on the last page. It's not even missing the whole speech bubble. Like, it, like, maybe, maybe a quarter inch, like, tear down the back cover. Huh. But it presents super fucking well. It's a beautiful book. That is the only defect. Staple placement is perfect. The pages are still white for a 1963 book. Brilliant, man. Fucking brilliant. I love that book. I love that purchase. And I'm sure, like, you know, even in the spirit of, like, sci-fi, like, I mean, I was never really big into, like, buying, like, you know, the Alien or the Predators or the Transformer comic books. Actually, My Greatest Adventure could be a sci-fi topic because originally before it went into uh, the Doom Patrol series and issue 86, it was actually a sci-fi comic book. Really? Ha! Ha ha! We found our tie back! <laughs> we found the tie back. <laughs> um, yeah, because it was coming out, uh, the first 80 issues were coming out during the same time frame as all of the other sci-fi books. Like where Adam Strange made his first appearance and stuff like that. Nice. Nice. Yeah, dude. Pretty, pretty great. So, if you guys don't know... The trailer for the Batman did release, <laughs> and I'm ready to fucking I'm ready to fucking watch it. Um, the Riddler Pat- is going to be the ba- the bad guy, the main bad guy, I believe. I, I think there's going to be more, like you know, there, I know we saw the Catwoman and we saw the Penguin uh, for a split second. We got to see the Penguin, but and this is a big thing for me. How much of a part are they gonna play? I know the Riddler is gonna be the probably villain. not a big because mm-hmm. like I think the Catwoman was is she looks more year one Catwoman, mm-hmm. so she doesn't look like more established as say you know Robert Pattinson's Batman. Yeah. Um, so, and also off topic, um, not really off topic though. The the WandaVision trailer dropped <laughs> did you watch Shit. that no I it's so fucking good dude it's so fucking good and i'm convinced that the young avengers are coming and i have a buddy at work he's convinced that they're not but i was convinced when endgame was coming out that the big fucking moment that they were going to have all these characters together uh that the young avengers were going to be a thing they were going to introduce them somehow somewhat did not happen he was so fucking... He laughed so fucking hard about it. Um, and I was like, you know what? You can go fuck yourself. Because uh, they're still gonna come. And they fucking... They announced Kang the Conqueror as uh, a new bad guy. Oh, God. And I believe the new Ant-Man movie coming out. Okay. And they're also gonna have a Fantastic Four tie-in. So... I don't know. I think... Okay. So what I think... With the whole fucking Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because they're bringing in the X-Men. Because they got the rights back. They're going to bring in Fantastic Four. Because they got the right back, the, the rights back. But is it going to be too weird since you have had all of these characters that are literally at the butt ends, if not o- over and done with, with their contracts. And then you got a fresh new cast of people that are supposedly around the same era 
as these characters. Would that not be weird? It's. I think it's going to be tricky to write around, but I think that in all honesty, with the stable of writers that uh, Marvel movies or Marvel cinema has working for them, I think in all honesty, it's going to be chump change for them. See, I think the, the smartest thing, because I heard a theory that the Fantastic Four were actually trapped in the quantum realm. And that, um, fuck, what was uh, the original Wasp's name? The one that was trapped in the quantum realm? God, uh, Diane, or no, was that the other one? Oh, shit. Anyways, her, she was the one that was fucking trapped in the quantum realm, and then you got to see her released in the second movie. They find her and shit. Um, and she was talking about, like, you know, just like the whole spectrum of the quantum realm. So I think they were going to talk. I think they were talking about in the theory that the Fantastic Four used to be a thing back when um, when Hank Pym was was still Ant-Man. was still Ant Man and his wife was the Wasp and they had a team back in the day and they never talked about it. They never touched base and these and they're gonna they're gonna stay the same age for some reason. They were stuck in the quantum realm and they're gonna come out just as they went in. And boom, that's how you get the Fantastic Four. And they have always been around. That's how they're going to have the, the, the continuity st- like stick. Now, the mutants on the other hand, the whole X-Men factor, I have no idea how you're going to explain that. At all. Like, I, zero. I like, really don't want them to recast anybody. But it's so weird, though, because I can see them trying to do the whole Fantastic Four thing and get away with it. Because it's easy. It's just four people. Five. Because you got Doctor Doom. But... But has any fantastic... X-Men, though. Like, you have so many fucking mutants. Like, so many mutants, dude. How are you going to explain that? How? How, Ryan? Alternate dimensions, my dude. That's what they specialize in. But I feel like that's just... Lazy writing. Uh, yeah. But nobody ever said... Even though I called out that Endgame was going to be the fucking name of the fucking Endgame. And nobody fucking believed it. Nobody fucking believed it. And I think this this was way after fucking our last episode of the American Guild of Justice on, you know, the videos. Um, I did. Like, when we were talking about it, I was like, dude, this is going to be lazy, but they're going to call it in-game. Just got a feeling. No, it Just was, got a feeling. It was right after the leak, and then they said, that's not actually the title. And you were like, no, that's definitely the fucking Oh, yeah, title. dude. They were fucking trolling everybody. I was like, dude, bullshit. It's not going to be in-game. Like, Doctor Strange even fucking said it. Yeah. So, no, no. Which, like I said, if you haven't watched Endgame, it is fucking brilliant. I took it took forever for you to watch it, or was that Infinity War? One of the two. Like you were dragging your fucking feet. Still haven't watched Endgame. What? Yeah, dude. Too many people spoiled fucking everything in that movie. Oh, you've got to watch it anyways. You have to. You'll get you'll get sucked in and not even realize that you fucking conned yourself into watching it. I know, but dude, like the tears have already been shed. It's different watching it, dude. Like, it's just different watching it. Like, I don't even know how to... I think I'm also just not ready for the last 14 years of my life to, 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 to end. be over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to have to see how they fucking pick it up. Because I don't even know what... I think they pushed back... They pushed back the Black Widow movie to 2021. 2022. 2022. Shut the fuck up. I think so. I think that's what I saw today. What about the Eternals movie? So what? They're only literally just going to be... Okay, so this is how they're going to get away with this. They're going to... 
capitalize on the Disney Plus and release those. But by that time that we've already had X amount of fucking Disney Plus shows, how are they going to explain that in continuity with the Black Widow movie? Black Widow movie is a prequel, dude. Fair, but... <laughs> but there was a fucking conspiracy theory that fucking... Uh, I don't even know her sister's name, but her sister in the movie... Um, they were already speculating that it was like a face transplant and that the Scarlet Witch, or not the Scarlet Witch, uh, the Black Widow that we saw in Endgame that died, spoiler alert, uh, was not actually the real Scar- uh, the real Black Widow. Pretty much. Sorry, dude. Sorry. I mean, no, no, I, I'm not mad about the spoiler because obviously it's already been spoiled for me. <laughs> what? what I'm saying is, is all of these rumors that you hear either come out to be true and then are just complete fucking bullshit. Like, when they happen, it's just like, oh, yeah, fucking, that was dumb. Or they're just not true at all and it's actually the opposite. So, like, there's never any media... Like, these rumors that we see floating around on, like... uh, What's that big comic book website that we always use as, like, a joke for ourselves now? A joke? Yeah, like we we, we, we we use it to cite it as like a joke because like they're always wrong about fucking everything. Doesn't matter. I yeah, I don't remember that. Um but I don't know man, like I just The Marvel cinematic <laughs> it gives you a headache. Just makes me fucking miserable. I love the movies. I don't want to love them as much as I do. But it just it is too good to be true. You know what I mean? It is too good to be fucking true. Because you don't get that kind of magic. You don't get that magic from the DC movies. Like, it's gritty. Like, I like, I like the DC aspect because it's gritty. I give them that. They try their hardest. I like, I like Batman. The Tim Burton. I like the fucking Returns. Batman Returns. And, uh... I like when Ben when Ben Affleck was Batman. I didn't really like the other Batmans. Same. I didn't like Christian Bell's Batman. But I also don't really like Batman. I don't like Christian Bell. <laughs> Fair I enough. think he's a dick. I, I don't think Christian Bale likes Christian Bale. Um, <laughs> Even though you got a Christian Bale haircut. Ah, I'm bro, just this, is, this is solid Jude Law. All right. Um, I've got less hair than Jude Law because you know. So I could say I could pull off the Picard. But the Picard. <laughs> I'll be there soon enough. You're not trying to emulate a John Connor like fucking Terminator Salvation. I, I fucking hate you. Shut up. That movie was straight garbage. That's sci-fi. The whole Terminator. Genesis. Don't even... Dude. This is why I don't like Matt Smith. Because he was fucking... Was it? Him? Yeah, he it was, was him in that movie. He, he was, was Skynet. The, he was Skynet. Yeah. Terrible. That wasn't Matt Smith's fault. Yes, that was. was. That was the writer's fault. Okay. Um... See, did you watch the new one? The No, because you told me you spoiled it for me. Shit, I can't even remember what it's called now. Terminator Salvation. No, 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 no. The newest one that came out. Oh, Dark... Dark Fate. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. That was a terrible name. It was cool that they got Linda Hamilton back. That was nice. It was, it was kind of fucked up that they didn't bring Edward Furlong back. Like, yeah. at all. They used his face. They used his face and they killed a kid. But uh, <laughs> that was kind of fucked. That was super fucked, dude. Even though it looked straight like him, dude. It looked like that whole scene looked he's, like it was fucking right out of fucking Terminator he 2. He was big mad on Twitter after that. Oh, I bet he was. So, I can't blame him, dude. I still, yeah, I don't know. But, 
on on the topic of sci-fi again. Uh, <laughs> on the top, I mean, we were still talking about sci-fi. No, I know. The Terminator. But uh, the Dune trailer. I didn't watch it. I never even watched the original Dune. Bro! Never watched Star Troopers, never watched none that of that That was shit. probably a really deafening blow, bro, and I'm really sorry to the listeners who are listening to this in their car, but, uh, bro, you need to scope out that trailer, my dude. <laughs> it's super good. I see it all over Facebook. <clears throat> and also, and do never a favor and watch the original, man. It's actually pretty solid. It didn't age super well. What was it about? So fucking much. <laughs> okay, look. Let me, let me say this out loud so that way there's no punches pulled. The original Dune was, it was an exercise in storytelling. That's not to say it was good storytelling. That's not to say it was phenomenal storytelling. It is a cult classic movie in every right. However, comma, (laughs) it's not a great movie. I've started noticing myself saying that. Yeah, because you you hang around with me too much. However, comma. (laughs) <laughs> like, that's uh, like it should be like on a shirt or something <laughs> I would totally wear it like pod- we should make like a fucking American Guild of Justice podcast or pod- the podcast, podcast of, justice. of justice where it just says How- however comma that might just be my catchphrase yeah let's just do that like okay. we'll, we'll do that from now on during the podcast of justice like we'll, we'll when we segue we'll be like well however comma <laughs> and then we'll just make the they'll say that on the shirt or the hoodie the podcast of justice and on the back it'll say however comma <laughs> I could totally see that dude Fuck yes, let's do that. All right, well, you folks, you heard it, heard it here first. Uh, the podcast of Justice First merch design has been planned out. Yep. Give us money. Give um, us money. No, see? <laughs> yeah, no. We'll probably make it for ourselves, and if anybody tries to reach out to us, I'm sure we can figure something yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But I I don't know, man. That movie lost me four times during the two-hour runtime on the original it's a good movie. It's fun to the watch. The only movie that I'm going to watch that's that long is fucking Titanic. <laughs> it's not going to happen for me, bro. I can just I can just see you doing the pose on the front of the bow, just singing that Celine Dion song. Dude, I can just fuck see you, you doing dude. That Celine Dion's fucking amazing, dude. Like, I fucking <laughs> like... Yes. I love Celine Dion. I'm fucking dead. Oh, bro. Oh, my God. She was the one, she was the one that came out with that song for Deadpool. Yeah, for Deadpool 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so fucking good. I look, love her voice. I, I cannot listen to her music. It's too peaceful for me. Where do you think Deadpool 3 is going to go? If oh, it actually man. happens. If it actually happens, do you think we'll get an X-Force movie? I think And so. I think that's why I've stealth been buying the first appearance of every <laughs> X-Force character. I don't I don't know if it'll lead into X-Force. It will definitely lead into some kind of Deadpool in Cable, though. See, that's why I bought... No, I feel like X-Force, like, since he went back in time and they made that, you know... But only, only, uh, what's his name? Peter survived. He still let everybody else die. Did he? Yeah, dude. He only saved Peter. He didn't save Shatter... He he definitely didn't save Shattershot. No, Shatterstar. Shatterstar, my bad. Yeah. Which I'm excited. If this actually happens, you know who I would love to see as a main bad guy in like the fucking like you know if the X Men catch and shit like that. If it's not Strike, Mojo Strike. World, that would be interesting. All right, podcast is over. We're done for good. Goodbye. Bullshit, dude! Like you can't tell me that that wasn't '90s as fuck. Was the if Mojo? If it's not World. Strife, I don't want it. It's going to be Mr. Sinister. He's I mean, going to be the main bad guy. Like, I can see them trying to do the whole Magneto thing, but I think it would be different 
to show Magneto in a different light. Like, I liked how they kind of portrayed him during the whole, like, X-Men First Class era. Like, he kept dwindling back between a super bad, you know, a super fucking villain and somebody that, you know, was best friends with Charles Xavier and still had a form of, he had a semblance of, like, hope. You know who else would be good? Yeah, that'd be good. I've got the first appearance on. I know you do, and that's the only reason you want that to happen. No, I want it to happen because it'd be quality fucking. I would like to see a new mutants movie done right. I would like to see Magneto leading, teaching kids. That would be different. Uh, Or Generation X. Fair enough. Which there is a movie, and I think it's still on fucking YouTube if you want to go watch it. Super fucking dated. Super 90s. Super, like, the fucking special effects are super dated. Um, but, no, I actually went through and bought the first appearance of every Generation X member. Oh, I remember. I have the first appearance, well, well, I take that back. I don't have the first appearance of Banshee, which is next to near impossible because that happened in X-Men number six, I believe. Yeah, that was a while ago. So, we're talking, like, single... Digit X-Men. Because I remember you telling me you bought the first appearance of Forge and I asked you what issue and I t- literally turned around 30 seconds later and bought it. Yeah, I have it too. I <laughs> bought it. I bought it again too. I had it and I bought it too because I was like, you know what? Like, I like to see a different iteration of a leader, a, lead, a leader leading these mutants. Like, I don't have anything against Charles Xavier, but there's so many different other, like, I mean, I loved it during the Generation X run. Whoa. They had Emma Frost and... Banshee, and fucking then, teaching these kids. Recently, in a Marvel run, Magneto was leading the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Which would just be brilliant. But you want to know what fucking movie I really want to fucking see? You know what really grinds my gears? You know what really fucking... No. But you want to know what fucking movie I want to see? Fucking Age of Apocalypse, but actually fucking done right. See, I was just re-watching it the other night, and it is not as bad as Dark Phoenix, so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna it's... fucking stab you. Dude, for real. If do you not do not talk up about that movie. I will watch it. I like seeing Archangel. Okay. He wasn't done right, but I like seeing that. But in the And movie... Psylocke. You cannot tell me that was not a perfect iteration of fucking Psylocke. Okay. She and... had the fucking suit, dude. And Caliban was good. But however, comma. No, that was forced. Um, that was forced, dude. No, okay. The apocalypse looked so bad. We need more movies like Logan. Yeah, that no. was so fucking good, and I feel like that was so weird because Caliban was completely just flip flopped. Because, because he was just he had to be. Uh, like, I mean, the character development for Caliban from from fucking X Men Apocalypse to Logan was just shocking, and seeing Professor Xavier broke down to his his baser instincts and components like that was just which was really weird and the one thing that was like you just couldn't unsee it is the makeup development through all these movies like you're like what the fuck is going and then I found out about Jennifer Lawrence she did not like the fucking like the um makeup process so she was like no I want it easier yeah easier which when we had uh, who the fuck was the first one Rebecca Romaine Rebecca Romaine she suffered through it, and she looked phenomenal. I remember she was like the selling point of X-Men, the movie, when it came out. It was because I was like, oh my god, dude. That is on-point character right there. On fucking point. Okay, but again, Apocalypse looked like trash. That's true. I love the rest of the movie. Loved it. 
His character development was really well done, but I cannot get over his appearance. Okay, Apocalypse is supposed to be seven feet tall. He's supposed to be this big, hulking fucking presence of a being. You know what was the biggest letdown, though? Apocalypse? No! (laughs) Fucking the way that they use Quicksilver. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, they had Oh, the actual MCU. The actual MCU. Yeah. They had him in a movie, thought he was going to be something, and then killed him. They they turned him into a bullet sponge? Which shouldn't even happen. No, It was forced. It was forced. But the weird thing about this whole WandaVision show coming out is Evan Peters is actually going to be Quicksilver in it. Yeah. Did you know that one? On board. But, um... To kind of double back a little bit. They're going to uh, keep him as fucking Quicksilver. I'm super excited for that. But to, to double back just a little bit, um, I I really just want characters to just be fucking doing right. Anyway, <laughs> I'm I mean, frustrated, man. Okay, because it. look, it's not... They, they set up the presence and the power of Apocalypse so well... At the end of Days of Futures Past, you remember that post-credit sequence where you just hear this populace of people chanting in Sabanur and you see the pyramids being built by telekinesis. And then what is he in Apocalypse? Just this weak little bitch. <laughs> just just a little bitch, man. What the fuck was that? I mean, that's the same how they fucking set up... Uh... That's how they set up fucking Mr. Sinister, though. I think it was at the end of... Fuck. I can't remember what the end... It was at the end of one of the X-Men movies, and, like, it had the Essex uh, Corporation on Mm. like, the briefcases or some shit. And, uh... Oh, man, I was all on board. I was like, we're getting fucking Sinister! And then they rebooted it. (laughs) Yeah. Canceled. But, fun fact, did you watch New Mutants, the movie that came out that was, like, through development fucking hell? No, because you told me it was bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, I said that it was a good movie, but it wasn't necessarily a good movie. You were just excited because magic was in it. I was excited because magic was in it, but I was also excited because they kept saying a mysterious benefactor. And they kept pointing to Mr. Sinister. And then the movie bombed. Yeah. Now we're probably never going to see Mr. Sinister in a movie because every time they tried to set him up, the movie bombs. MCU is going to fucking take it over and it's going to be fucking great. You know it is. Oh, I know. I don't know how they're going to do it, but they're going to fucking make it phenomenal. But I think we're going to wind it down on this episode. I know we went off fucking topic like numerous motherfucking times. The entire episode. The entire fucking episode was supposed to be about something. We don't give a fuck because this is our channel or our podcast. We do what we want. And the next episode, I don't really know what we're going to talk about. Let's, I, we probably shouldn't preface anything anymore. Should we just keep it a mystery? I think, I think that would probably be in the best interest of the us. best. Yeah, just guys, leave you guys on a cliffhanger. And then, as I am known to do. Uh, have you been thinking about it? Uh, no, honestly, I'm going to come up with this one on the, off, the, off, the, off the top, too. Uh, I'm going to leave you guys with a question as well. Uh, again, because it's funny. Um, and feel free to comment like down below your answer on the American Guild Justice page where we post this. Too. We want interaction, you guys. Yes, please throw us all of the shade. Tell us that we suck. Something. Um, so, my question for you guys this week. If you guys could rewrite any comic book based movie, 
Which one would you rewrite and what would you do differently? Uh, fuck, dude. That was a good one. I I have a lot of questions. Which one it would be for you? Uh, obviously, we can't go into too much detail because we're trying to wind this one down, but... <laughs> do you want me to answer first? Yes. Honestly? And it wouldn't be Apocalypse. <laughs> it wouldn't be Apocalypse. Uh, <laughs> Because no amount of writing can save the design in those movies. Um, I would actually probably... I would probably rewrite X-Men uh, Days of Futures Past. Really? Re- I would utilize the same characters that were in it. But I would rewrite it... It was where... so good, though. Like, it was, what? But all, all that... Essentially, everything that I would change would not change the development of the story. But it would change minor things that would make the end result that much darker. Huh. Yeah. Mine's easy. I just thought of it. What's that? It would have to be the whole X-Men Origins Wolverine. Fuck! (laughs) That would have to be... Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. You could still have Deadpool fucked up because it wouldn't make as sense and wouldn't be as funny... With the Deadpool 2 going back in time to kill him. Yeah, that was brilliant. But I would probably make it a little bit more grittier. Actually, like, it was, it was, but I would like to see more Gambit in the movie. I would like to see more character development. I would like to see, like, fucking Omega Red. You know what I mean? I like to see Omega Red and, like, the other fucking, you know. Can I change my answer really quick? Uh, Sure, sure, sure. Green Lantern. Green Lantern? Yeah, because all you'd have to do is change one thing and that movie would actually be fucking good. The villain? No, the name. Instead of it being Hal Jordan, Kyle Rayner. Kyle Rayner had a sense of humor. Yeah, but he wasn't a pilot. I I know, but you you could change the name. You'd have to change a lot. You'd have to change minor things. Dude, the villain sucked, dude. The villain was kind of garbage, yes. Like Parallax, right? Yeah. Parallax wasn't a big space entity. Well, kind of. See, and now that that was like a big disappointment because that was about as equally as disappointing as not seeing Galactus in the Fantastic Four 2 movie. But see, but okay, but the thing for me is that Hal Jordan was never a wisecracking, like, funny guy. It was always Kyle Rayner who was like that or Guy Gardner. If you just change the names, you could still have Ryan Reynolds play him. Still animate the super suit because you can't get them away from that. So Deadpool could still make the joke. Uh, and um, I just change a couple of the the constructs a little bit. And a plus fucking comic book movie right there, bud. Huh. Yeah. Didn't think about it like that, did you? I did not. I think about this a lot. <laughs> um, especially every time I rewatch that movie, I just hear Kyle Rayner in my head. <laughs> Why do you think I rewatched that movie? Because it's actually good when you think of it as Kyle Rayner. Like, it's not bad. But. But they would have to fucking do a lot. You know, they would have to do a lot. And I, they had to have that tragic fucking scene I, where he finds his, his old lady in the fridge. I know. And. Like, that was like. They could have. They could have done it. But anyway. Tan, tangent over. Uh. But yeah, I think I would change either Green Lantern or a, like minor amounts of Days of Futures Past. But that's up to the listeners to decide what would you guys change about any movie, not company related. It could be uh, Two Guns with uh, Denzel Washington and Marky Mark, because that's actually technically a comic book movie, uh, or Kingsman or anything like that, Marvel, DC, or any of them. Yeah. Uh, Bloodshot, uh, I would probably change that whole movie. <laughs> I never watched it, nor it's will I. so bad. 
But um, but yeah, uh, leave a comment. Um, we'll spark up a discussion in the comments and have some fun with this. Maybe we can convince the com- company of your choice to uh, fucking redo the movie with your ideas. <laughs> All right, fanboys and fangirls, we are signing off on this one, and we will see you in the next one. Bye.